I'm so glad all of us could make it to today's staff meeting. Well, we do get paid to be here. Glad someone's finally taking work serious. You take work as seriously as you take other people's wedding vows, don't you, Jonathan? Liv, it's not my fault Michael's married. It's actually your fault that Michael is no longer married. Pastor and I wanted to have this staff meeting because we realize that we don't often give our staff morale support. You don't give us moral support or good paychecks. We also don't get good benefits either. Oh, and we haven't had a staff party in ages. And I can't remember the last time the staff was even thanked around here. Wait, since when is Marcy considered staff? Marcy's more of a staff infection than a member of the staff. I figured the best way to start this meeting would be with a prayer. Mm, I'd rather not. Oh dear Lord, Lordis, or whoever up in the heavens or stars might be listening, please guide us through this meeting. Are there any special intentions? Oh, well, I'd love if the room could pray for Patrick. He had a bad hamburger yesterday. What happened? Oh, well, I was making burgers, and I guess I forgot to thoroughly cook the meat. Jesus, Cal, and what did you do? Serve him a raw hamburger? My husband usually likes his meat red and rare. Sounds like me on a Friday night. I figured we could spend this meeting making resolutions for the new year. <laughs> Why would I do that? I'm already perfect. Well, Pastor and I could share what our resolutions are. For example, my New Year's resolution is that I want to do more yoga, meditation, and just zen out more. Well, you did yell at Jonathan and I for forgetting to clean the church the other day, so maybe you should zen out some more. Well, excuse me for wanting a clean church. No offense, Pastor Jamie, but like, you do do like seven hours of yoga a week. I mean, if anything, maybe you should stop doing yoga because it's not working. Well, if you came to yoga like I asked you to, you'd understand. Oh, well, I don't do physical exercise outside the bedroom. How relaxing it is. I truly feel like I have become one with the world. Is that you or the medical marijuana talking? Well, I want to work on being more confrontational. Really? You're already such a bold person, Elijah. <laughs> well, I'd confront you on that, but I'm a little nervous. And what can I do to be a better person? Literally anything. Well, why don't I try and work harder? You know, like, maybe, like, do my job and stuff. I mean, let's not be rash. Maybe we should set realistic goals and not go off the deep end. Well, I'll work harder on my original music. Too late. We're off the deep end. You're always working on your next version of the Walmart knockoff of Sex and Candy, Marcy. Oh, I agree. I feel like that's too easy for you, Marcy. As easy as Jonathan. I mean, Marcy, there's been sex and chips, making out in smoothies, fondling and fondue, and let's not forget there was yanking and bacon. Mm, yes, that last one was a bit too sexual for my personal taste. I don't want people to think that I'm a tart. But the original song has the word sex in it. Art is shocking, Pastor Jamie. That's the point of art. It is to shock. Oh, well, I'm going to work harder for my resolution. Sometimes I feel like I'm a bit too slack. Well, at least you're saying it so that I don't have to. Carolyn, just today, you repainted the exterior of the rectory, educated three teens about how to properly finance college, gave five shuttle rides, and made a new winter wreath for the front door. Oh, you're right, Liv. I did do all of that, and I could have done more. With all that free time, you'd think I could have at least power-washed the driveway. Well, Carol Ann, I expect to see you windexing these windows till baby birds smash into them. Damn, that's harsh! That was scathing, even for someone like me who has been described by various producers as as scathing as ten rabid raccoons. 
Well, I'm trying out this new confrontation thing. I'm not going to have it perfect. Oh, I'll work hard to forgive you, Elijah. So that leaves Little Miss Atheist over here. What's your New Year's resolution, Liv? Well, due to the nature of my job and the nature of the people I work with, I end up eating a lot of junk food and drinking a lot of caffeine. You always walk in here with a giant cup of coffee, and for lunch today you had three Twinkies, a bag of chips. Sex and chips. And then you had that giant Stouffer's family mac and cheese. I didn't eat all of that family mac and cheese. Just, like, half. But it was a super deluxe Foster family mac and cheese, Liv. Like, for, like, 20 people. You ate half. That's, like, 10. Well, now that we've all said our resolutions, it'll be up to all of us to hold each other accountable. Oh, I'll work extra hard to make sure we all succeed in our resolutions. You better, Caroline. After all, you literally just promised you weren't going to be lazy. Pastor Elijah made the church, non-dominational and made of birch. They hired Liv, a new secretary, after the old stole money unfairly. Caroline volunteers, my surrounds the choir. Jonathan doesn't work, yet he's still hired. There's no judgment at the non-denominational. Some say things around here get inspirational. Hi, this is Jonathan, and I work here at Scone. What's up? You want to see if you can have the church sponsor your event? I don't know. We really don't have any money. Yeah, well... I mean, like, you want us to provide things, right? Oh, well, that's not going to happen. What? Oh, you want to speak to my supervisor? Oh, sweetie, that's not going to happen either. I'm the supervisor. You want the manager now? Oh, well, how about you manage my ass? That was a warm welcome for the people who call us. Liv, they were being unreasonable. If we can't give me a raise, then we certainly can't donate $10 for poor kids. I mean, at, at least you're answering the phones. Exactly. Baby steps. I'm surprised you're following through with your resolution. Uh, why are you surprised? I've never known you to follow through on anything. Excuse me? You never follow through with your classes, this job, boys, any activities that involve being sober or working uh, hard. Well, I'm sure you follow through on a certain type of hard work. Uh, I was going to say, don't stereotype me all the way, Liv. How could I forget how all the way you go? Hmm, meanwhile, I see you were drinking coffee. I thought you were giving up caffeine and junk food. I'm having one extra-large cup of coffee from Dunkin'. That's certainly not that aggressive. Mm, it feels like you're just not doing your resolution. I'll have you know that I brought a Caesar salad to work. Oh, that reminds me of a Caesar I used to date. He was such a stoic. And later tonight, I'm going to have a Waldorf salad. Oh, Waldorf. Waldorf told me that he wanted to whisk me away from the world. How many guys have you dated that have the same names as salads? Oh, I doubt that many live. Niqua? How could I forget that a foreign exchange? Blunket salad? Oh, Mr. Blunket was unfortunately not as blunky as you'd think if you get my drift. Cobb. Oh, Sam Wesley Cobb, one of the many ones that got away, I'm afraid. Greek salad? I've been noticing a few Greeks into my schedule. All right, stop. You're making me hungry and not for salads. Uh-oh, I'm stressing you out. Mm. I mean, kind of. It's just being here makes me want to deep fry every kind of food you can imagine. Like guys, or are we talking like Twinkies or Oreos? Well, I guess Twinks are guys. So. You're not helping. Garfield, um, what can we do for you? I'm here to get a box of donated goods, and then I'm going to go drop them off at the animal shelter. Oh, that's really sweet of you, Garfield. Yeah, if I'm lucky, they'll let me adopt the dog. Aww. And then I can use the dog for a BB practice. Retract everything I just said. Well, where's this box of donations that Garfield wants? I don't know. You said you'd take care of it. Remember? I don't remember saying that. 
I actually recorded you saying that you'd take care of it because I knew you would say that you didn't say you would take care of it. Are you serious? Fine, Liv, I promise to take care of the donations for the animal shelter. Jesus! You act like I'm gonna pretend I didn't say that. Point proved. I didn't consent for my image to be used. You use yourself all the time, Jose. Jonathan, can you get Garfield the donations for the animal shelter? I can't find them. What about the box over there labeled donations for the animal shelter? Well, I didn't put that box over there. Oh, of course not. I did. Well, maybe your New Year's resolution should have been to stop bragging about things, Carol Ann. Well, give me that box. I want to get out of this rectory. I got things to do. Always great seeing you, Garfield. Elijah, I hate to interrupt. Well, then maybe don't interrupt me. Excuse me? Sorry, Agnes. I, I, I'm working on standing up for myself and being confrontational and not having people walk over me. Listen, there's a problem. I have the choir pit reserved so I could practice, and Marcy's currently using the choir pit. Well, why don't you ask Marcy to leave? I was going to, but my New Year's resolution was to stop yelling at people. Well, uh, don't yell. Maybe just speak with a strong tone. Elijah, please. I know you're a bit of a broken light bulb, but you know that's not going to work with Marcy. Uh, well, let's go see Marcy then. I want kiss and vodka. Mm. I don't think that hits with the tone it should. Marcy, Agnes had the choir pit reserved. So, reservations on the choir pit come on first talent basis. What, what does that even mean? It means I'm more talented than Agnes, and because I'm more talented than that half-tuned bass, I get the choir pit. I'll have you know, Marcy, that I sang in the city's choir. You sang in the city's prison choir, right? That would make more sense. I'd say something, but I'm going to hold my tongue. That's exactly how you sing, Agnes. Like you're holding your tongue. Well, Marcy, Agnes's name is in the book. Nobody uses that book. I do. Exactly. Nobody uses that book. Well, Agnes, maybe you could practice in the church hall? Elijah, I thought you were working on confronting people. This is the perfect person to confront. After all, Marcy is the church's own Stalin. I'll take that as a compliment. I take it as a compliment, too. Well, it wasn't a compliment. Communist Derek, what are you doing here? Oh, um, I was just here to play with the organ. I had the organ reserved. Well, that makes no sense. Why would we have separate reservations for the choir pit and the organ? Well, I'm glad you can call your policy nonsensical. That's it. Marcy, you're kicked out of the choir pit. Are you serious? How will I work on my New Year's resolution of practicing new music? I suppose talent prevailed today. Thank you, Elijah, for not being a sniveling baby and handling this. Uh, Agnes, you're not using it today either. What? No one is using it today. But I specifically moved my schedule around to the corporation that owns my spirit so that I could practice on that organ. Fine. Communist Derek can practice on the organ. Well, I have to hand it to Elijah. It seems like he's been working on his New Year's resolution. And I don't like it. Mm, well, how does it feel to not like something, since nobody here likes you, Marcy? <laughs> nice try, Agnes. But let's not forget which one of us was voted biggest church bitch. Mm, it was you. You were voted as the biggest bitch of the church. Exactly.
just meditate, let the world go, stretch, forget the bills to pay, forget the 3,000 emails in my inbox, forget about that funeral I have to be at in a half an hour to see a eulogy that I haven't yet written, forget about everything, zen out. Forget about the large sounds that I hear. Don't even worry that that crash just got louder. Okay, I can't send out when this whole rectory is falling apart like my medical coverage. Who is outside of my office making sounds that would awaken Lazarus from the tomb or wake a drunk Jonathan after a night at the club? Oh, I'm sorry, Pastor. I'm tearing out the carpet. Why are you tearing out the carpet? Well, I'm going to put in wooden floors with that donated wood we got from the termite terminators. Can we trust wood that's been handled by termite terminators? Well, there are some holes in the wood, but it's otherwise pretty fine. And who, pray tell... Asked you to rip out the carpet. Well, nobody did, Pastor. I'm just taking the initiative because of my New Year's resolution. Well, maybe slow down the initiative because I'm trying to work on my own New Year's resolution and I can't concentrate on zenning out. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'll go ahead and, and do some quiet work. Thank you. That's all I ask, as well as, you know, all of the other things that I ask you. Okay, I'll go do some quiet work then. All right. Back to quiet zen mode, thinking of peaceful things like bunnies in a field, flowers blooming in the same field, peaceful things like getting to do a sermon for quiet people. Is that a blender? Is someone trying to make smoothies? How am I supposed to zen out when someone is making a diet-friendly shake? Lord God, if this is Elijah making a singing-friendly smoothie, I'm going to be so upset. Uh, Carol Ann, I just asked for you to be quiet. I need peace. Are you blending things out there? Oh, I didn't think you'd be able to hear the blender all the way down the hall. The kitchen is right next to my office. We share a wall. I'm sorry, Pastor. Aren't you supposed to be working or something? You're taking a break and making a smoothie. How is that following your New Year's resolution? But, Pastor, I'm making smoothies for the Juice for Juiced program. The what program? Oh, well, we serve juice, smoothies, and healthy options to people. It's an educational program, Pastor. Since when did this program exist? Juice for Juice has existed ever since I walked by the gym and saw all those hot men. We show up to gyms and hand out smoothies while educating them. And we give them recipes and tell them to eat their veggies. We give away all sorts of tips. Like tips for sex or massages. We also accept tips. So you sell these smoothies? Oh, no, Pastor Gladys just jokes to the hot guys that they should buy them. You know, she tickles their ribs. Well, I'll start at the ribs, but I want to finish elsewhere. Honestly, you can go ahead and do your little smoothie mafia operation sex cult or whatever. But can you please just keep it down? How am I supposed to meditate? Well, I usually start with a huge bowl of weed and then pop some Xanax. I said meditate, not medicate. Well, ain't it the same thing? 
I am going back into my office, and no judgment, but you two are being loud and annoying, so please be quiet. Oh, I'll blend this blunder so quietly you won't even know that we're here, Pastor. I doubt I'll forget the two of you are in this rectory. All right. Let's try that again. Back to being in my happy place. A field. Bunnies. A hometown buffet special. Oh my gosh, Carol Ann, you're spilling the smoothies all over the gown! Oh, I'm sorry. I thought the lid was properly on. Clearly it's not because the smoothies are everywhere. If we don't have the smoothies, the hot guys won't have a reason to talk to us. Oh, we won't be able to educate them on healthy habits. That is the least of my concerns. We won't be able to touch them. Oh, God, or otherwise higher being, please smite them. Let's do a quick roll call for this week's staff meeting. Do we have to? It's like the same five people at every staff meeting. Six staff members. Whatever. And it's not hard to see that everyone is here. Well, a comment like that might be rude to those who have sight issues, Liv. Um, Elijah, all of us can see. Blind Harriet doesn't go here anymore, remember? Oh, it's a shame. I still have one of her scarves, but I don't think Blind Harriet ever knew that she lost it. Yeah, Harriet goes to the Deerfield Friends Community Church with that sexy Pastor Wyatt. Some people just get confused with how many people we have on staff. Oh, but that's so silly, Pastor. Who gets us all confused? Uh, That makes no sense. None of us look the same or sound the same. Well, I mean, I could sing out the attendance sheet. Well, if someone is going to sing anything, it's going to be me. How about nobody sings because the last time I checked, this is a church and not an American Idol audition. I'll have you know, I was a mentor for season 13. A mentor to the food table in the back of the audition room? How dare you. All right. Me, present, Elijah. Here. Carol Ann. Oh, I'm here. Marcy. Hello. Jonathan. Hi. And Liv. Present. Except Marcy isn't really a staff member, but whatever she said here. So moving on, how is everyone doing on their New Year's resolutions? Well. Honestly. Terrible. terrible. Oh, but I'm doing great. I thought your resolution was to stop bragging, Carol Ann. Uh, No, it was to do more work, which is what I've been doing. You were handing out smoothies to men at the gym. I don't know if that's really work or if it's more of a pleasure activity. You know, I'll be honest, after working with Jonathan last week, I I went home and had a bender. Like, bags of chips and tubs of ice creams, soda cans, just by the dozen kind of bender. A couple bags of chips and some ice cream doesn't sound bad. That sounds delicious. Pastor, they were all from Costco. Oh. They were giant, and I ate them all. Jesus. I've been trying to work on the new music, but the acoustics in this church are hideous. They're too, how shall I say, reverby? Um, probably because it's a church with a lot of open ceiling space. I'm aware of why it's reverby. I just don't like that it's reverby. That's all. I realize it's hard doing work. Unlike Carol Ann here, I hate doing work. We We know. know. I don't think I can do it anymore, and on top of that, I'm so exhausted, I don't think I'll be able to work for like two weeks. Well, I mean, that's pretty normal coming from you. And a very sassy, unfriendly, unhelpful comment is normal coming from you, Liv. Well, meanwhile, I don't know how to toe the line between being a bold confrontational Elijah and, and being a rude person. 
Oh, well, I think it has to do with the tone of your voice. Well, I really don't want to hear this. See, that tone was bitchy, Elijah. Oh, my, my bad. I, I, I really don't want to hear this. Well, that felt confrontational, but polite. So, so maybe I'm getting the hang of it. Elijah, there's like 10 new people in the lobby. Can you go assist them? Oh, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, you have some work to do there, buddy. Ew, buddy, that's a straight word. Ew. Well, what can we do to help each other along? I say screw it. Let's give up these resolutions. Nobody's, it's not working out. Gasp. Oh, that gasp was a little too pitchy. We can't just give up on our New Year's resolutions. Come on, guys, we agreed on this together. I mean, why can't we give up? That's literally what I do all the time. That would be betraying the oaths we made to each other and to any higher powers. We didn't make any oaths. We made goals. And the goals aren't working. But are you saying that New Year's resolutions never work? New Year, old year, resolutions just suck. Why are you guys all looking at me? Oh, well, I kept my resolution, and I'm going to keep to it. I better keep going. I have a giant delivery of canned goods to sort through. Maybe instead of giving up on our resolutions, we just try and be better. <laughs> you being better, Marcy, at anything? I, I have to laugh. Maybe Marcy is right and has a point. Thank you. Finally, someone gets me. That's too much to say. So I say... We get rid of these big New Year's resolutions. Instead, maybe we work on just being better in general. Maybe we set small goals. Like, today, I'll do yoga for five minutes. And maybe instead of making everything a big deal and a confrontation, I'll just pick and choose my battles. Elijah, you think everything is a battle? I mean, you didn't even correct the cashier last week when the candy rang up wrong. The cashier works hard. It's not her fault. It was the cash register's fault! I don't know. I don't want to accuse... You know, I think I'm just going to moderately enjoy caffeine and junk food. I'll do a better job of knowing when to stop, you know? Yeah, same here, actually. So you'll work the correct amount? Work hard, but not too hard? Oh, sorry, no, I'm not doing that. I like the way this is going. Well, I hope that during this new year, we can rise up to new opportunities. Cheers to the new year. You guys, it, it's February. It feels a little bit late to celebrate the new year. No judgment, Liv. The year can be new anytime it wants. Non-denominational season two was executively written and produced by Matt Rebar and Blaze Pratt. Leave a five-star rating and a comment rating if possible. Non-denominational sitcom podcast was co-created by Matthew Rebar, Blaze Pratt, Karen Adams, and Kelsey Shago. Music and sound effects collected from freesound.org, audionautics.com, and some originals by Matthew Rebar. Thank you to our regular cast of voices this season, which included Karen Jones, Annalise Rebar, Paul Laux, Jessica Lockhart, Emily Terry, Reggie Pratt, Joanna Molson, Julia Adams, Amy Adams, Kyle Pratt, Andy McGee, Jordan Yule, Michelle Morgan, Maria Cross, Dennis Baker, River Anwundinjo, John Toth, Scott Terranova, and others who contributed. Check out the website for more information at www.nondenominationalpodcasts.weebly.com or check us out on Instagram at non-denominational scone. Until next time.